Hello, this is Julie's story. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. The place where we just have some fun. We talk about life, love, and the pursuit of not pulling our hair out at the end of the night. Welcome. I hope that your coffee's hot. Mine is, because today was my kid's first day back to school. Let's just take an honorary sip very quickly here. Knowing that it's warm and it's not sitting in the microwave on day three of sitting there because we're rushing around, we forgot that we left our coffee in the microwave. So here we are, we made it. Um, I'm pretty convinced that yesterday was day 15,323 of summer. I know that for a fact because um, my children, I love them. Of course, they're amazing people. I think that they're cool. Um, however, they're not huge fans of each other. So yesterday was, in fact, the last day. It needed to be the last day for their safety and for ours as parents because apparently um, having their rooms across the hall from each other is not enough distance between a brother and sister that are 18 months apart. And they are... Um, they are each other's sand, if you will, in the clam of life. They are each other's area and opportunity to grow in their leadership skills. They are working d- diligent, diligently um, because of my leadership and my husband's leadership, of course. Uh, they're working diligently, eagerly to build their relationship with each other. Um, and they're doing that by fighting constantly. So they're learning a lot of great debate skills later on in life. They're going to be those kids that are going to be able to negotiate higher salaries. Um, they're going to be those kids that are going to stand up for what they believe in because they're practicing that on a daily basis with each other. There was quite a few times this week that actually awoke to them practicing their debating skills, um, passionately and eagerly letting each other know where they stood. Some would call this arguing, um, but I'd say this was just them expressing their passion in a rude tone of voice. So um, like any parent waking up to this glorious display of immaturity, Um, I'm always looking for ways to empower my children to grow in their character. I really feel like although they're children now, they're really just small adults, not in responsibility level, but in um, perspective because they're going to grow up one day. (laughs) Remind myself this as I'm getting out of bed before the coffee's even made and I'm having to be the judge and jury in the middle of their situations, um, fighting over things like the last egg that's in the refrigerator. Um, and, and, you know, when you, when you decide to have children, you never think that one day you're going to break up an argument over water bottles or whose sock that is laying you know, you, you dream as a parent that you're going to be building in your child things in them that are going to help the world, change the world. You know, you see these little kids like Kid President and, you know, Grace, um, who won America's Got Talent. You see these children would have that are 
inspiring and empowering other people and 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 then you look at your own kids and you're thinking one day one day they're going to win an award and me my name mom is going to come out of their mouth today is not that day but we're working towards it because my goodness if i have to break up another fight over something as trivial as who got the larger cookie um I think cookies are going to be just removed from their life entirely because I literally can't even over fighting over a bite. Am I the only mom here who struggles with this? Like I was talking to another mom this week and we were comparing stories and it turns out that a lot of children are really similar, which means that a lot of moms also feel really similar of this is how I'm changing the world today. I have to figure out whose sock this was and the appropriate child to clean up the sock because heaven forbid if one of them cleans up something that's not theirs, it's the end of the world as we know it. So we're very happy that they're back in school. They're excited. I'm excited. I love them. They're great. And it's also time for them to have time apart from each other. And today is the beginning of that day. Today's also my husband's first day back to school. As a teacher, he's teaching four-year-olds. And it never ceases to amaze me the fact that he actually chose this career to go take care of other people's children. But he's really brilliant at it. So um, we celebrated, we're celebrating all the teachers today that are receiving our children while we're sitting here drinking hot coffee. So that's where we're at in our week. Uh, excited about what's to come the next, you know, nine months of hot coffee in the mornings and a little bit quieter. I hope that you're enjoying those things too right about now because mamas need it. Can I get an amen? We went to a wedding this past weekend, all four of us, and I always love going to weddings with my husband because we just like have all these amazing memories from our own wedding, but About halfway through the ceremony, I realized there's a lot of things that get left out of the vows, particularly with unspoken expectations with spouses. Um, One of those is things like promises that you will be making with your actions consistently that the other person has no idea that they're marrying into. I will give you an example Um, the last three years I have been making our bed and for whatever reason, I could never figure out why the sheet was always untucked and on the floor at the end of the night because every day I'd pick up the sheet, I'd retuck it in and I just thought, wow, we must move around like crazy at night. And it wasn't until this past week when I mentioned something in passing to my husband I said gosh I don't understand I I tuck in this sheet every single night and it just it's on the floor I don't get have to remake the entire bed every day and he tells me well that's because um he says I actually untuck the sheet because I don't like to sleep with my feet tucked in the sheet So for the past three years, 
I have been remaking the bed that he intentionally unmakes, having no idea that he's doing this. This should have been something I was told at the beginning. I mean, if you're going to undo something that I intentionally do to aid in our comfort, I would like to know that at the altar. I mean, I would like to know these things up front. I I also would like to have my unspoken expectations be included in what we already agreed to because I was under the impression that when we go out to restaurants and my husband orders french fries, that that was that's a community covenant order. Uh Yes, you ordered them, but I am ordered a side of broccoli. And we all know I don't want broccoli. I just have to be conscious of what I'm eating. Because you don't stay this fabulously fine and curvaceous eating french fries every day. You got to break it up a little bit. So a few here and there, acceptable. Huge plates of french fries, unacceptable. And I, I don't know if this is just me in the girl world or what, but it's just an unspoken. You don't just order gigantic platefuls of fries. And maybe I'm hanging out with the wrong girls. Maybe that's the problem. But in my world, this was the expectation, and my husband was underneath different expectations, which was when he orders his food, that's his food only. No, that's not, that's not how this is going to work. It wasn't how it worked when we were dating. It's not going to be how it worked when we are married. And I would like to have equal participation rights in the good food that he orders while I'm over here ordering broccoli. I mean, I I don't really feel like that's too much to ask. So at the point where I realized he's untucking the bed sheets, all of the guilt that I might have possibly felt from eating his french fries when he orders them is completely gone. Because at least when I take a french fry, it's right in front of his face. And he was secretly undoing the bed sheet for no reason this whole time. Other things that should be promised at a wedding, um, things that each spouse is going to knowingly continue to do, even though it annoys the other spouse. For instance, um, I squeeze the toothpaste too from the middle. I know, I might just have just gained an entire group of haters off of that comment. It just takes so much time. I mean, I'm just a just a fast person. Life's just too fast to like go to the end of the toothpaste tube and like roll up. No, I'm squeezing it from the middle. We got other stuff to do. I got to take out my contacts. There's already 16 different steps for me to get ready for bed while my husband has zero. So um, I'm just going to squeeze the toothpaste tube from the middle. It's fine. We're going to go with it. Uh, he's never complained I just know he doesn't like it because I can see it on his face when he picks up the toothpaste tube. It's just one of those things that is going to happen. Sorry, babe. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, You know, things that he does. uh, It's not actually very many that I would get annoyed about. Um, He does consistently get huge splatters of water. I'm not talking little. I'm talking the Titanic sunk in his sink side of the bathroom splashes 
all over the mirror because he has to wet his entire head for his curls to be as lavish as they are. So no matter what I do, the entire side of his mirror is covered in water spots. Again, this was something I had no idea was going to be part of my life. This was a surprise, if you will. And it took me about probably six or seven months before of cleaning the bathroom consistently before I realized, what on earth is he doing on this side of the sink? Like, is he brushing his teeth with like a, a leaf blower? Like, how is he getting this much water on the bathroom mirror? And then I realized, oh, he's sticking his entire head into the sink and the water is splashing there. Um, these are things that I think that people should talk about on their wedding vows. Because uh, I, I would want to know also as a way to help keep expectations real for real life couples as they're getting married, as they're, they are joining their life together. You are joining quirks together. You're joining weirdness. You're joining really terrible habits. You are joining untucking bed sheets and squeezing the toothpaste tube from the middle together. I would personally like to be aware of the different elements that are coming together in two people on the wedding day because I feel like I love the romance. It's so great. It's awesome. No, let's get to the real rawness. I mean, how, how many different ways are you going to annoy your spouse in this relationship? I think there should be popcorn served at the wedding. I think they should just all lay it out there. And I think instead of like um, bridesmaids and uh, best men like giving speeches, they should also dish on like the things that this couple's really getting into so that all of us there have a very clear idea of what this couple's relationship is going to look like. Like, oh, babe, I'm going to be there thick and thin. I am going to love you. I'm going to support you. Yes, all of that. But are you sharing french fries or not? Are you going to be that person that leaves all of your belongings out constantly? Are you going to leave the refrigerator door open while you're making your lunch? I, I just need to know. I want to hear about what are you going to do to be the sand in the oyster of your spouse, what are you going to do to help them, to give them opportunities to grow in their greatness? I want to hear what those are. And frankly, I, I just don't feel like I can go to another wedding unless there's going to be that kind of transparency. When we do renew our vows, uh, my husband uh, and I had a terrible time planning our wedding because we're just, we're very strong leaders coming together into one um, party. But when we do renew our vows, we're going to share some of these things because this is the real rawness of married life. And I'm really tired of not getting to know these things about other people. Please, if you're listening, share with me these quirks of your spouse that you learn. My husband and I didn't live together before we were married. So when we got married, we got these surprises. They're like the extra special surprises. And, you know, as a, as a married couple, you learn, you know, pick your battles. 
some things are just not worth fighting over. And that's what I tell Andre every time that I try and take a French fry and he won't let me. Like, there are bigger things that we could fight over than you giving me some of your food. Really. This is a very small thing in the grand scheme of things. I have given you my life. I have said no to all the other men that are way less than you. You are the best man I've ever known in my life. And I said yes to you. And that means I'm saying yes to all of your food as well. I mean, seriously. It's really little when you look at how epic of a wife I am. I mean, I will even wipe down the mirror that he splashed. And I have not complained about it until this podcast. So spouses, parents, cheers to kids going back to school, to opportunities to grow in your character and leadership skills, to learning what battles to fight and to the untucked bedsheets that drive you crazy but you still love and adore your spouse anyway. I hope that your week is freaking amazing. If you know someone who needs to listen to a podcast like this, you know where I'm at. Happy day to you. Good day, my dear friends, and I will see you next time. Bye!